down. Thank you, <laughs> sir. 10-1. Godwin the rebound. Well, they're really having to work for everything. Push ahead, Jalen Moore behind the back. Hammer! What a feed. Usana, 70-foot assist. McCollum blast by drive to the rim. Lob all the way out to Usan. Corner. Open three. Sores. Bam! Revaldo Sores triple. Timeout, Kansas State. Down the lane. Corner pass. Open Jalen Moore for three. Got it! Another three for Jalen Moore. Get in there. McCollum, left wing. Pump fake. Goes baseline. Blow by. Scooping layup. Attempt missed it. Oh, wait. Put back good. Take his first bucket tonight. It's a putback. 73-53 the final. Oklahoma wins it on the road tonight in the Little Apple. Victory! away on Saturday from going streaking. No, I don't think that's what's going to happen in Orlando or anything like that if they win, but that would be three consecutive Big 12 road games, Big 12 road wins if they beat UCF on Saturday. And I know that's a big if, that's going to be tough, but when's the last time this program's won three consecutive Big 12 games on the road? And they can they can, they can do that on Saturday. That's, that's a thing that could happen, and it just brings me back to... After last night, where are we at now? What do we think of things now? Text line, please help us out on this. Yeah. I mean, it changes. We say that expectations change by game. Tyler, they're almost, they change by half. Sometimes by possession. Right. But, like, specifically by half. I mean, look at where we were. We led it half against Texas. A lot of people forget that. We were leading Texas Tech a lot of the game. All of a sudden, wheels came off, right? I mean, we had a lead at, at halftime, Kansas State. I don't think anybody saw us winning by 20 down the stretch. No. But it, it, it changes so often. And, Tyler, if I would have told you, you know, preseason that through January we would, I mean, we would have won back-to-back road games in the Big 12, you would have said, man, we're probably top two in the top three, top, you know, somewhere up there in the league right near the top. If we're winning road games in this conference, not the case. But I'll tell you what. Every road win feels good. If you can get this road win in Orlando, I mean, kind of resets. It makes a lot up of so much. I mean, just in the standings, in the vibes. In well, the you're you're over five hundred in conference if you win on Saturday. All yeah. of a sudden, yeah, and and you're and you start, you know, after you lose a couple, you 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 kind of look at your your browsing history on your phone, and you're like, oh, I haven't looked at bracketology in a while. <laughs> after a couple wins, you're you're refreshing it. What you're, you got there, Lenardi? Hey, what, are you, Lenardi, what are you saying hey, today, huh? Oh, six seed for the Sooners. All right. Exactly. You're like, hey, wh- how high do we climb? How high do we climb? Like, you when the AP poll comes out, if you went two and zero in that week, you're like, all right, all right, I got to wait for the tweet. I got to wait for the tweet. When's it coming out? After a couple loss, like I completely forgot the AP poll was coming out. Yep. To be honest, I was like, oh god, I don't even want to think about that thing. Sooner Jets says I'm more confused than ever, and Sooner Jets I don't <laughs> about basketball or just <laughs> about basketball, just I life, think. just life. Yeah, basketball, hey, life, me everything. Too, man. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's you know you would hope that through January you have clarity at minimum, right? Just clarity. What is this team? No idea, but no hey, 
Give me more 20-point road wins, and I'll be confused all the way through March. We talked about peaks and valleys last segment. Jeez. Buddy, this basketball season, that's, that's peaks and valleys for you right there. Right. Every game's a roller coaster. And I know that maybe after the tough week last week, maybe some people started to tune away a little bit and lose interest in the basketball team. Not me. I mean, no. It's, it's too thrilling of a ride at this point to give up. Like, no, nah, I'm in, man. I kind of want to see what happens next with this squad. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. It's going to be a trip. Absolutely. I, uh, I had an event last night with uh, Sidney Morrison and, and, and them, and obviously uh, our buddy Todd and, and my parents were there. And we, uh, afterwards, I was, uh, I had it on ESPN Plus, and we all went to dinner afterwards, and the three guys were on the end of the table watching the game the entire time, and we're as dialed in as ever. Because it's, first of all, we were up big, and we were like, all right, God, hopefully we don't blow this. Let's see if we can hold on to it. But, I mean, I think it's I think it's such good timing, too, because you just put together back-to-back really good crowds at Lloyd Noble. If you can win these two games, I think you get that back. Like, I think you retain I hope or so. at least regain some of that energy. I, I said at the start of the show today I wasn't going to complain about this win. I, why would I complain about a 20-point road win? I haven't complained about this win. I will say that it's maybe the craziest box score that I can remember for an OU basketball game. And not that I can just sit there and tell you every box score that's happened, but, I mean, to to shoot as many free throws as they did and to go 61%, 24 or 39 from the free throw line, to shoot 21% from three-point range, and to win by 20 on the road in a place that has been really tough for you to win over the years, it's just one of the more strange, crazier games that I think I've ever... And, and, and look, like college basketball, I love college basketball. It's not for everyone. That's fine. I still love college hoops, and one thing I love about college hoops is you can almost always count on it to be right around the two-hour mark. You're in, you're out, two hours, that's it. Last night was every bit of two and a half hours to play that basketball game oh, for sure. because there were so many fouls last night. Yeah. For, 49 of those bad boys. Yeah, usually, you know, the term is a padlock stat, right? It's if this happens, then that team won the game. We'll throw them all out last night. Uh, and, and I'm really proud of the way the team fought on defense. And, I, again, I think that's something defense travels, and I think that defense can give them confidence. And we talked about it last week, Tyler. This offense, it, it needs to generate transition points. It needs to generate fast break points. When you're getting those stops, even just, the, even just the stops that are off of a rebound, and you can push it, they get so many transition baskets because they're so fast and athletic. And, I mean, it can, it can really, you know, it can really snowball in a fast way. If you're forcing some stops, you can go on 10-0 runs, 12-0 runs pretty quickly with this team. Jalen Moore was incredible last night. 29 minutes, 23 points, a career high. Nine rebounds, six of eight from the floor, two of three from behind three-point range. There wasn't, uh, I think his plus minus was 14 last night. Not a lot that he didn't do last night at uh, in Manhattan. And, I mean, I'll be honest, like, there, there were times when OU was up 13. I'm like, huh, boy, th- this does not feel like they're up 13 points. This is the... Smallest 13-point margin I can remember. And when K-State cut it to nine, that's when you really started to feel like, okay, are they in a bit of trouble here? But even though they weren't shooting great from three-point range or shooting great from the free-throw line, it got down to a nine-point game. And that place was loud last night in the octagon of doom. 
But it got down to nine, and OU still ends up winning by 20. They, they turned it on when they had to. So give them credit. Give them a lot of credit for that. <laughs> Kansas State fans are uh, a bit annoyed today because. Good. The, I'd love to the, hear that. The Kansas State uh, basketball official Twitter account put out video from last night's game and said, uh, after being down most of the game, uh, like the, the, the Wildcats scratched and clawed and fought back to make it a single-digit, you know, uh, deficit. And then that was the end. Everybody else was like, and then what happened? And then we lost by 20. Why are you tweeting about this game? Like, it was, it was, like, it was almost like they shot really good content, and they're like, oh, we really, gotta put, we, we really need to put this out. Like, we, we can't waste these shots. But, yeah, it was, it was funny. A lot of the Wildcats fans are going, why are you reminding us of getting blown out good. at home? I love that. Oh, yeah, Relive misery. It for another Just day. misery. 918 road wins don't really help any if you can't win at home. Well, maybe they're just going to win all the road games and I disagree. not win at home for the rest of the year. I disagree. I mean, what's the Tyler, what's the difference in if, if you play two games on the road, two games at home, and you win two of them, does it matter where you won the two of them? Oh, I think the road wins are probably looked at as better as, as home wins. Right. I mean, so it. I would argue it just matters who you beat, really. I mean – so, yes, it absolutely does matter if you win on the road if you can't win at home. You need to win those on the road if you can't win at home. If you finish 500 in the Big 12, that's that's A-OK. You oh, are, I'll take that right now. You are, you, are, me? you are healthily in the tournament field. Jamie in Whitehouse says, This basketball team is so inconsistent and frustrating, but I'm happy with the W. J- uh, Jamie, that's a perfect way to put it. So inconsistent and, yes, frustrating, but I'm happy with the W today. It's a good yeah. way to put it. If you got to win ugly, win ugly. Just win. 5-1-2, we're four more wins, and we're a lock. Yeah, I guess four more wins would get you to 8-10 and 10 and 20 wins on 20. the season. Yeah. Uh, 9 one looked to me like the refs got tired of calling fouls eight minutes to go. <laughs> I'd be tired, too. I'm sure, the, I'm sure they've got to get new whistles today. Jeez. <laughs> 49 right fouls, out. two technical fouls. I, um, I like to play, and, and good on King McClure for pointing it out. The missed alley-oop last night, and it looked like uh, Porter Moser just got sniped on the sideline. He just, like, <laughs> fell to his knees like, oh, God. Right. Uh, he, he, he felt it, and he knew the importance of last night, and that could have been a real exclamation yeah. point. They missed it, and he just, like, just gave up. To he's, a guy that never misses alley-oops. Yeah. Like, that's the – he's having the best game of his career. And Jalen Morris played a lot of basketball. I mean, this is his third year in college. He played two years at Georgia Tech. And for him to continue to grow – I mean, he started every game this year. His athleticism jump I mean, no pun intended, I guess, jumps off the screen if you're watching on TV. Everybody talks about it. And now he's getting more aggressive. He's defending well. Tyler, even on inbounds passes, he makes his presence felt. He jumps. He shows off that vertical when he's got those inbound passes, and those matter. Those turn into turnovers, which defense turns to offense. Couldn't be happier for Jalen. Uh, of course, Saturday's game is on ESPN+. I'm convinced that OU is going to play – their NCAA tournament game on ESPN Plus. Yeah, we not no true TV or CBS. We've we we flexed OU's NCAA tournament game in the first round. We just went ahead and put that on a Big Twelve ESPN Plus. We just went ahead and did that. So North Carolina was nationally televised. Te- Texas was nationally televised. Kansas was not. Um, is is every other Big Twelve game except for Texas on ESPN Plus? Iowa State was. The last two games were well. I'm thinking to myself, West Virginia was. I think so. What, what, what I'm what I'm saying is, I think our winning percentage 
is better on ESPN Plus. So keep us off national television. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We'll we'll win in the dark. It's Oklahoma and UConn in the Sweet 16. Flex to ESPN Plus. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, sounds like a trip to the Elite Eight for me. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Lindsay says uh, Moore is the Gibson of men's college basketball. Same flashes and attitude. 307, the OU defense needs to travel to the LNC. Yeah. And K-State missed a lot of shots last night. I, I was thinking, like, don't, don't, don't tweet. Don't be the one that tweets out, hey, maybe Kansas State won't score tonight. Because as soon as someone does that, they hit a three and they go on an incredible run. But I guarantee you the somebody defense did. was better last night. Somebody did when they were stuck on nine for so long with, like, four minutes left. Somebody said something, I guarantee it, because then they knocked down it two. It started to get really weird, some of the shots that they were missing early on in that game. It's like, golly, this is comical that K-State can't score. 405 says it got down to seven, not just uh, nine in that game. Oh, right, right, right. Got to seven. But regardless, the tweet was hilarious. Oh, we fought back to single digits. Uh, 918, when do we start sitting away a little more? He has been atrocious. Do you think he's been atrocious? I, I, I think there's been stretches where he hasn't been great, but you know what he has? He has the knack of the big defensive play. And the huge dunk on the other end. He did that last night. He did that Saturday against Texas Tech. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I continue to play uh, away. He had some stretches of some pretty good play last night. I thought. Yeah, it's I would not say. perfect, but I can say that about. I can say that about a lot of players. Like Sam Godwin has played really well the past two games, but what the previous three, the previous four, not not his best basketball. So I, I think like. Like this team, the personnel is 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 streaky at times, for well, sure. Well, in Owe, even going back to last year, he makes those plays that maybe don't show up on the box score, and maybe if you're just like ball watching, and I'm not accusing the texture of this, but if you're just ball watching, you may not think that Owe had a great game, maybe, but he defends really well. He pushes the ball in transition really well. He's good for two steals a game. He had two last night. He had three the night before. I mean, so with his defense and his athletic upside and ability to get to the rack, now he's got to make his free throws. He was 0 for 4 for last night. But he can get to the rack. He can pull down big rebounds. I mean, he's averaging 13.4 points a game, and he's shooting 47% from three on obviously limited attempts. But I I wouldn't go as far to say he's been atrocious. Copperhead Sooner uh, also signed Kurt here. When can we cut off ESPN Plus for good and not miss any sports? Well, isn't the SEC Network on the like, yeah, SEC I mean, Network Plus is on ESPN right, Plus as yeah. well? So, so never, never. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, never. Get, get used to it. All but one conference game, we think the Texas game has been on ESPN Plus. Saturday is on ESPN Plus. Next Tuesday against BYU is on ESPN Plus. Bedlam a week from Saturday is on ESPN Plus. OU from Baylor does not have a uh, television designated yet. Sounds that one, like that one might that one might yeah. make it to the uh, the real world. KU at OU is on ESPN Saturday at three o'clock. I feel like that's going to get flexed down. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State Saturday November or excuse me February twenty fourth does not say ESPN Plus or have any TV designated yet. OU at Iowa State is ESPN Plus. Houston and OU is ESPN2. Cincinnati OU is ESPN+. OU Texas is ESPN. So OU's going to play like 80% of its conference games on ESPN Plus this year. In in the best conference in America. 
when they've been a top 25 team right. so far throughout the entire top 15 of the, team for yeah. the <laughs> better part of the last month. <sighs> what a league. God, incredible. Kind of right? 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get back to some college football coming up next right here on The Ref. Any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. I'm attorney Jordan Klinger of McIntyre Law. The FDA requested a recall of all ranitidine products commonly known as Zantac. Zantac was found to potentially cause cancer in the bladder, throat, liver, pancreas, and stomach. If you are one of the 15 million Americans that has used Zantac, you might be entitled to compensation. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. OEC Fiber brings you the power of fiber optic technology right to your doorstep. Experience seamless streaming, lag-free gaming, and smooth video calls with OEC Fiber. But that's not all. With OEC Fiber, you get top-notch member and subscriber service and competitive pricing. Visit our website at www.oecfiber.com or call 405-217-6868 to sign up today. Hey, Sooner fans, are you ready to gear up in style? Look no further than Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner, your one-stop shop for all things Crimson and Cream. Score big with our basketball collection. Whether you're shooting hoops or cheering from the stands, we will have you representing the Sooners with pride. And softball enthusiasts, Balfour has got you covered too. Swing into action with our best-selling gear, whether it's a jersey, tee, hat, or maybe a button or lapel pin. OU alums, show your alma mater love with polos, tees, hats, auto accessories, and more. Even though the semester is just beginning, it's not too early to start planning for the special grads you know. You'll find a great collection of diploma frames and other gifts. Hurry because the spirit of the Sooners is waiting for you at Balfour of Norman or online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. Belmar Golf Club offers a whole new world of recreation and excitement. Our Junior Olympic Size Swimming Pool offers a family-friendly atmosphere with poolside food and beverages perfect for all types of summer pool parties. In addition to the best golf course in Oklahoma, Belmar is also a great place to hold corporate and fundraising events as well as magnificent and memorable wedding ceremonies. Call 405-364-0111 or stop by 1025 East Indian Hills Road and check out our first-class facilities and exceptional service. Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, OU women tip off in about 35 minutes at the LNC. Sooners will host number two Kansas State in Norman. That would be a massive win over a top three team. It would tie Kansas State in the loss column in the conference. Kansas State definitely looks like the best team in the league. But this would be a massive Massive win, and and if you win this game tonight, I, you are in the thick of the of the conference race heading into the month of February. I mean, the the standings would say as much. I mean, you're in the thick of it now. Some might say you'd be in the driver's seat. I mean, going on this run like you've been able to go on, and then beating the number two team in the country, climbing those standings a little bit more, being a half game out. I mean, it's just such a big game, and you can get into it for five dollars, five dollar tickets. And then you've got $2 beers, $2 sodas, and $2 popcorn. They're doing that special tonight. That's always popular. So $5 tickets. The discount link there is uh, all over the OU women's basketball um, social media channels. And sooner great Maddie Williams uh, will be on hand as well. So, um, Tyler, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, break some news that maybe could have had an effect on the Oklahoma coaching staff. Boston College coach Jeff Halfley is expected to become the new defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. Now, some thought that Jim Leonard oh, yeah. would get the job with the Green Bay that's, Packers. That's a nice break. And if Jim Leonard would have gotten the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator job, his first call would have been to his best friend, Jay Valai. And Jay Valai then would have had to tell his best friend, no, I do not want to coach in the NFL, I would rather stay at Oklahoma. Now, with Halfley taking the position in Green Bay, that is no longer a concern. Now, of course, could Jim Leonard take a job somewhere else? Of course. But being, you know, coaching in Wisconsin, being a defensive guy that is highly respected, had been kind of linked to that job, that is a big win if you're a, if you're a fan of Jay Valai being in Norman, Oklahoma. And Tyler, I am. And that's a part of the lo- – that, like, that's the local part of this story, okay, is that there was a chance that maybe Jay Valai would be offered a job in the NFL. Would he take that or not? That's the local angle to it. The national angle of this, and another just interesting point, after Saban retires, Roy Williams, Coach K, Jay Wright, I think we know a big reasons why all those guys have retired. Jeff Hatley said, quote, and this is from Pete Thamel, he wants to go coach – He wants. okay, let me start over again. This yeah. wasn't from Hatley. This is just a quote. Okay. Quote, he wants to go coach football again in a league that is all about football, a source told ESPN. College coaching has become fundraising, NIL, and recruiting your own team and transfers. There's no time to coach football anymore, end quote. So I'm not – I didn't know much about Jeff Hatley today other than he was the head coach at Boston College. 
But let's just mark this down as another example of a head coach somewhere saying, you know what? I love coaching football, and that's what I want to go do. I want to go leave and actually be able to coach football somewhere and not have to deal with all this NIL and transfer portal crap. Yeah, because if you're unless you're in a position like Harbaugh wants to be, like Belichick has been, you know, they've got GMs that put together their roster. They've got other people that go do all this. They've got a team full of scouts that go, you know, they're at every game, every week, all across the country. And, yeah, you can actually, I mean, coach football. And you're dealing with guys that don't get to renegotiate their contract every single year or threaten free agency. I that, just That's a big part of it. I just wonder how much more this is going to happen in the next five years. Do I see Kirby Smart leaving Georgia and going to the NFL? I, I really don't see Kirby Smart leaving Georgia and going to the NFL. Um, again, like college, five years in college football is a long time, but it feels like Kirby's got it going, and I feel like he's going to be at Georgia for a while. But do we see some of these other older head coaches retire a lot sooner than they would normally? Do we see coaches, Travis, maybe not in the one to three range, but in the four to eight range, leave college football to go to the NFL. Like, if college football doesn't get its you-know-what in order a little bit, then I do think that we're probably going to see more and more of this moving forward, of guys just saying, enough of this crap, I want to actually go coach football somewhere. I think I think it's kind of like the, uh, like the opt-out conversation, right? It's like, yeah, you deal with some opt-outs, but you're not dealing with them in, like, the playoff, right? Like, you're not dealing it with it often at the top levels of the sport, in the playoff, in the – I mean, yeah, you get some New Year's Six ones, obviously. But if there's still, you know, stuff to win national championship-wise, you're not seeing opt-outs. My question about that will not be when Boston College loses a coach. It's going to be when Alabama, Oregon, yeah, like Oklahoma, Texas, you know, like when one of these coaches say, look – I'm going to give up what's considered a top 10 job in the country to go coach in the NFL because Boston College, most people don't even know they have a football team. A few basketball teams, top 10 basketball teams have have seen that, though. Yeah. Over the past couple of years. But that's that's what will trigger that thought in my mind is, okay, now we've got uh, an issue on our hands of coaches leaving, is if somebody from, again, one of the – like a top 15 program – says, look, I'm going to take an NFL job because this is just nonsense here. Well, uh, interesting times in college football is ahead. And meanwhile, the NCAA is focused on coming after Tennessee, coming after Florida State, and it sounds like they'll be coming after more uh, college football programs here in the future. Yeah. It's uh, not going to get any prettier around the sports. The relationship will continue to be more and more fractured with college football programs in the NCAA. It feels. Yeah, and and it's crazy. I mean, everybody's so psyched about this Tennessee thing, saying, yes, we're going to take down the NCAA, going to take down the NCAA. Not so fast. I mean, what's the alternative? Like, do we have an alternative yet? Like, is there is complete anarchy? I mean, what's, there's still I, – I would like at least another another life raft to pull up or another boat come in before we – completely run this thing into the iceberg you know what i mean yeah well it's i mean it's dead iceberg's dead ahead there's no doubt about it but what what is what is life after the ncaa look like like there's a college football commissioner uh, uh is there a tv network's gonna run it like the espn does the playoff like 
I mean, they're running it anyway, so do they formalize it and say college football is now an entity of Disney? If it happened tomorrow, I feel like Nick they, people would call Nick Saban and ask him to, uh, to run the sports. But who's – I mean, who, who no knows when we actually get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> But that's that's a that that wasn't a quote from Jeff Hatley, but that was a heck of a quote. He actually wants to coach football, right? Now, in, in any world, now he is leaving a head coaching job for an assistant job, leaving Boston College for the Green Bay Packers. Like Green Bay Packers, just overall is a better football situation, you would think. But a head coach leaving for a coordinator job in the NFL, and then the reports are, yeah, he's done with all this nil crap. It's just well, more and especially and more proof they hate it, especially at a place like Boston College, because. Boston College is in a really tough spot. They're not they're not going to compete for national titles. They're not going to be able to put together a lot of NIL deals because you have to get those like OU can get donations for NIL because it's reasonable to think, hey, with a little more NIL, there's at least the hope that we're going to compete for and win a national championship. Like, how are you fundraising at Boston College for NIL right now? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you are. Well, and, and we were just talking about, like, will there be more college football head coaches that retire early or roll off to the NFL? And I use Kirby Smart as an example. I'll get, cause there was a ranking out today that has Kirby as the number one coach in the sport. I saw okay. That. I yeah, saw that, yeah. I mean, he's won two out of the three past championships. That's fine. Like I said, I think Kirby will be at the head coach of Georgia for a while. To look at OU, the program we talk about every single day. Now, Brent's got to win in the SEC, of course, but I wouldn't see Brent as a guy that says, yeah, I'm done with this crap. I'm going to retire early or just go to the NFL and be a head coach or, or a coordinator or something else. I, I th- This is his first shot at a head coaching job. It's at Oklahoma. Maybe he doesn't love the NIL and portal like most people, but... Sounds like OU starting to embrace the NIL stuff a little bit more. I I, I I wouldn't look at Brent as a guy that says, yeah, I'm tired of this crap. I'm I'm moving on. I think Brent comes across like a guy that wants to show that he can su- succeed despite all the crap. Like, he, it, people want to buy players? Uh, that's not what we want to do here at Oklahoma. We want to establish relationships, not transactions. We want to, you know, lean into the soul mission. Obviously, the article came out. Uh, today, Jordan Kelly is in the Union High School uh, Hall of Fame now and talked about how he used his time here to get his MBA as well as, obviously, his undergrad in criminal justice. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, Brent loves that stuff. So it's like Brent wants you to get your degree. He wants to do all that. And I think Brent wants to – he leans so much into winning the right way that, yes, we'll use NIL, but we'll use it in a way that still prioritizes education and – family and you know becoming a man things like that so I think I think you can look at other coaches around the country like who would be who would be I know I'm putting you on the spot on this top three coaches that would would make the leap to the NFL you think just because of the the current state of the NCAA oh gosh what jump into your mind right Ryan Day would would definitely right now I for whatever reason I could see Sark maybe doing it I, I I don't know and then um I don't think anyone wants to hire Muleshoe right now in the NFL. So I right, that would have been my list, answer but, a couple but, years ago. But he would he would jump, I think, really quickly. Um, I, I maybe Lane Kiffin as well potentially since yeah. he was there at one point. Oh, that's a very very rough draft. Levy feels like he would be a guy that would take a shot at the NFL. Yeah, probably. Sean says we're in the process of destroying the greatest educator of youth since the GI Bill. This is the system the virtue signaler, signal signalers wanted. Enjoy. 
Yeah, well, it, and you know, too, is a lot of these kids get blamed now of, oh, they're, they're selfish, they only care about NIL, and there are definitely kids out there that care about NIL, it's me first, all that. You know what I've also, what I've also heard, though, and I don't know how big of a surprise it really is, but maybe sometimes when it comes to NIL, it's not even so much the kids, it's the parents that are the real problem with the school's collective. Yeah. Maybe it's not even the kids going to the collective and saying, hey, I, I need more. It's maybe the parents calling the collective and saying, hey, we need more. My kid needs more. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's every t-ball parent that yells at, uh, you know, at a volunteer coach because they think their kid is the biggest, brightest star on every team that they've ever played on. Um, it's that, but now there's big dollar figures involved, and it's, my kid is better than all these kids. He deserves to get paid more than all these kids. So instead of arguing little league playing time, you're arguing tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's a little bit different of an argument, Tyler. Gunner from Grove says, guys, can we please win another national championship before college football burns down? That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got about four years to do it then is what it feels like at Sounds this point. good. Sounds good. We'll make Have it Have scoreboard over everyone, and the sport ends, but you win the last national championship. I don't know what I'd do with my Saturdays. I mean, we wouldn't have a job here. I At least I don't oh, think. That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, That'd be kind of tough. I don't, I, I don't really know what would happen to this place if there's no more college football. A pretty good idea. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, let's not let's not go down that darkest timeline. 405-651-3439 is the Meyer Chevrolet text line. More of your text, more college football as well, right here on The Ref. Sound off any time of day on the Meyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Meyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The Gimme Zone is back in 2024. Join Golf Digest panelists Brian Vineyard and myself, Josh Elmer, every Saturday morning beginning on February 3rd from 8 to 10 a.m. as we break down and dissect everything in the world of golf right here on the Ref and the KREF app. Hear from great guests and from the game's biggest stars as we spend every moving day with you. From February at Pebble Beach through the majors to the Tour Championship in September, the number one choice for golf coverage in the state of Oklahoma, it's right here on the Ref. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Hey guys, TJ here for Joe's Wines and Spirits. When you're looking for the best liquor store in town where you can get professional advice, then you need to go see Kathy and her staff. 
They also have great specials this month on Svetka Gin, Sandman Fine Ruby, and much more. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday, or follow their Facebook page for the latest information. Plus, you can call ahead for your order, 405-364-9262. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our family loves and supports the mission of Meals on Wheels. We invite you to share the love with them during our Super Bowl sale. Our Super Bowl is a little different. It's all about soup and other cans that can be distributed by Meals on Wheels. Bring in five cans and get half off one item in store through Sunday, February 4th. It's the perfect time to choose something for your Valentine and show some love to those in need in our community. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Get your house ready for game day inside and out with new decorative lighting. The trusted experts at Wade Electric can add indoor accent lighting in your theater room or some color-changing cafe lighting on the patio. Find that wow factor for your game day get-togethers by calling Wade Electric today. Family-owned and operated for 50 years. You can trust their professionals with troubleshooting, installations, repairs, and more. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 to get ready for your next big event. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Want to impress your sweetheart this Valentine's Day? The 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman has just the way to their heart. With heart-shaped nugget trays or the gift of Chick-fil-A gift certificates, it would be our pleasure to serve you whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Heart-shaped nugget trays are perfect for all your parties. Avoid the cold weather and get it delivered today. Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A at 405-310-3189 and order your Valentine's treats today. Two Big 12 games tonight on TV, or should I say streaming. Both are, of course, on ESPN+. You've got 18th-ranked Baylor playing at UCF, and then Cincinnati and West Virginia will be playing tonight. Of course, OU beat Kansas State by 20 last night. KU beat Oklahoma State by 29 last night in Allen Fieldhouse. What's the the temperature up there with – oof. It's, well, it's ugly, coach. man. Well, and, and the tough part, Oklahoma doesn't stand to benefit from Oklahoma State being just awful. I mean, we don't really recruit against them all that often um, when you look at kind of kids' top schools. We're not on there. I mean, we're on with, like, Houston. For some reason, we've been on with Providence a lot lately. Yes, seriously. Like, so the only, the only reason that I'm not dunking all over the – just ineptitude of Oklahoma State basketball right now is because we still have to play them twice. And if they if we give them their first Big Twelve conference win, I'm gonna be sick to my stomach. So it's bad over there though, man. It's bad over there in Stillwater. You talk about nervous walking into the arena. It's that Oklahoma State game that's coming up at home in a couple of Saturdays, right? right. Like you're, you're the better team, like you should win. All the analytics and the betting line will favor you, which maybe that should scare you to death, seeing as 
how uh, that's all worked yeah, out the past four games. Say? But that's one where you walk in and say, please, God, just don't lose this game. Please. Yeah. Don't lose to these guys Can't at home it. in Norman. Can't do it. I mean, it's, it's bad enough we lost to them in football. We cannot, we cannot lose to maybe their worst basketball team they've had since uh, I don't know when. This, this will be pushing for worst team in school history for those yeah. guys. Yeah. For Boynton. I mean, definitely, even in Boynton's era, they've had some bad teams, but this might be they're, – they're, this might end up as their worst conference record in school history. Like, I don't think – I, lo- I don't see it changing anytime soon for those guys. This is losing to 5-7 and seven Texas yeah. in football. That's what this would be. I, um, I, I didn't think about this until just now, but we talked about the local angle with the Boston College hire mm-hmm. and the national thing about, well, here's another head coach leaving because of NIL and Portal and all this. I made the joke a week ago that, you know what, like, there's technically two portal cycles, but the way the portal operates, that it's open for 30 days after a coach leaves or whatever, the portal's always open now. It actually never closes. It's open for 30 more days now with Boston College losing a head coach, right? Yeah, and, and that's the tough part, right? Because, you know, everybody started coming out of the woodwork and saying, we need to fix the portal after Saban left because it was finally affecting Bama negatively. But it is something to think about, right? It's like, the problem is, how do you, how do you, like, how do you replace those guys? So just use use Alabama as the example. Alabama had a ton of dudes enter the portal when Saban retired. Well, the portal's closed for everybody else. So who are they supposed to replace them with? Everybody's already got a destination for the most. Your part. only options are other destinations. Yeah, you've got to wait. There's a vacancy. You got to wait until Washington. Obviously, he yep. pulled a lot of guys from his own school. Then you got to wait for Arizona. And then he got away from Michigan. If you're Boston College, you can't get anybody till the spring. Like, that's what's so weird about it all. It's like, we just need to push the transfer window until after spring, have one transfer period, and that's it. Because it's dumb that we have it while football season's still going on. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's going to be really tough for Boston College. Not that I or really any of our listeners care what Boston College does next year. But think about it from, you know, their perspective. They just lost their head coach, right? So they got to find a new head coach. And all of the good players that they have, I don't know how many good players they have, Travis, but all the good players that they have, there's going to be schools left and right all saying, hey, right. want to come to a better situation than Boston College? Right. Then, then what are you left with? It's, it sucks for them, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crippling is what it's probably going to yeah, end up being for set, BC. That sets the program back, not that they were, you know, like you said, I mean, on a great trajectory anyways, but – it sets them back years. The next coach there is going to have to figure it out. And it's not like Boston College can go and hire, you know, Lane Kiffin to get some excitement going in the program. Like, it's it's tough. And, yes, of course, football is the one that pays the bills, and it's not like it's going anywhere. But how long before some of these schools simply their donors just say, figure it out. Like, it, this, this investment makes no sense for us. And now you've got a school – like a Boston College, just for example. Sorry, we're picking on Boston College today. But, eh, yeah. but that's all right. I'm, they're not listening. So, like, if you're a big-time donor at Boston College, why would you give a million bucks to the NIL fund at Boston College for the new coach? Why would you? You're not going to win anything. So at what point do some of these schools just say, look, we've got $0 for NIL, and this just is what it is, and they never field a competitive team again? I also think, too, when schools elect to fire a coach for performance, it's – starting to happen more and more in November, late October. 
Yep. That's not going to change anytime soon. No. After every, everyone's seen this year more than any other, when your coach leaves, how how how, how tough it could be for your team. I, I if we're talking about firing coaches, I think it'll happen more in like the month of November, like it has recently. Jimbo yep. got fired in November, right? Well, everybody's got to get the early. Jimbo got fired after a win this year. Granted, it was against Mississippi State. Fired the man after a win. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, both of them got fired. That was a tough game. They they were going to midfield shaking hands like they already knew what was going to happen. Right. Right. They're in Cabo together right now. God, two SEC coaches. Sharing a bungalow. At least two SEC coaches, and maybe I'm forgetting about another, got fired in the month of November this year before the season was actually over. One of them was a first-year head coach. And the other one had the biggest buyout we've ever seen in college football history. Florida is wishing their coach got fired in, in November. Well, that homeboy, he may get fired in, in November He this might year. get fired in February. Boy, you talk <laughs> about a uh, hiring I thought would be. I was like, that's a, nice, that's a nice hire for Florida. I don't know if he'll win an national championship there, but I feel like he'll bring some consistency there. He'll run a nice yeah. program, all that. <laughs> no. Well, he did a nice job at Louisiana, and... I thought, because that's when the LSU job came open, I'm like, here seems a pretty, pretty, I mean, layup option for him is you got a guy that's already doing a really good job in the state of Louisiana. Why don't you just bring him up to Baton Rouge and then they bring Brian Kelly's fake accent butt down there. But then he ends up at Florida and I'm like, hey man, Florida may have gotten this one right. I was wrong. LSU didn't even interview him. I was wrong. And maybe I was just more of hoping that it would work out at Florida and LSU would be like, oh, LSU was too good to to even interview the coach at the small college down the street. And he goes to Florida and he ends up doing big things. Yeah, Yeah. that's not going to happen. And Okie Drinkslinger brings up a good point on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Now you have to fire them early to get portal kids, which I'll add to that, though. Er, You... You always wanted to fire them early so you could get first rounds on the coaching search, right? You could start those conversations as coaches became available. You could start there's – a, there's a benefit to coaching, uh, uh, starting a coaching search early, right, being the first one out there. So they already had incentive to fire coaches early. Now that you can go shopping in the portal early too, oh, man, those buyouts, they're going to be flying, man. Billy Napier has been fired following the week one win against <laughs> whoever they play. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, it's going to get crazy. And it's, it's – some would say it's already crazy. But I just – if you start to have – if you start to have these coaches, again, back to the Boston College thing, if you, if you start to have coaches at places that cannot get NIL – or cannot get big-time transfer portal kids or even mid-level transfer portal kids because they don't have the NIL money, they can't recruit high school at a high level because they don't have the NIL money, or a tradition of winning or something like that. Like, Alabama could get away with not having the highest NIL because they had Nick Saban. But, like, you don't have that at other places, obviously. So, yeah. like, it's it's just going to be – I mean, they're going to have people sending in their agents saying, hey, get me to the NFL, get me to the NFL, because this is a zero-sum game. Like, I can't do anything at this school. So as of now, the, well, 30 days, um, the portal will be open at least until early March, March or yep. March 1st, I guess. Yep. Is, that, is that right? Yep. What a sport. Ah. 405-651. And then the spring portal opens. 34-39 is the text line. Final segment coming up next. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. 
It's hoop season at the Lloyd Noble Center, and you do not want to miss your chance to catch the OU women's basketball team in action this season. The Sooners' home schedule is packed with great games and entertainment for the whole family. Tickets are just 10 bucks for adults and special pricing available for kids and seniors. Browse upcoming games, ticket packages, and more at Soonersports.com slash tickets. And we'll see you at the LNC for OU women's basketball this season. Boomer Sooner. Out with the old and in with the new at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. New 2024 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab 5.3 LT 4x4 SLT. Take up to 8500 off MSRP. Plus, trade in a qualified vehicle and receive an additional 2500 from GM. Drive to the best, just 15 minutes west. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. The Showplace Theater is the best place for live music. And with some of the best acts around. Air Supply, February 3rd. Scotty McCreary, February 23rd. Jay Leno, March 16th. They say the larger the head and larger the jaw, the more sexually attractive people will be. Jim Gaffigan, March 23rd. People love fall. It's my favorite season. It's not a competition. Riverwind, the Metro's best casino experience. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Is it time to upgrade that old electrical panel? Wade Electric and their trusted team can advise and safely rebuild or upgrade your network. Replacing an outdated electrical service is one of the best ways to reinvest in your home. Don't wait until those old breakers or fuses start causing issues. Call today for a free estimate. Protect your family and home. Wade Electric, 405-329-1940. 405-329-1940 for all of your electric needs. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our family loves and supports the mission of Meals on Wheels. We invite you to share the love with them during our Super Bowl sale. Our Super Bowl is a little different. It's all about soup and other cans that can be distributed by Meals on Wheels. Bring in five cans and get half off one item in store through Sunday, February 4th. It's the perfect time to choose something for your Valentine and show some love to those in need in our community. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. A new year has started, and you've got a lot to look forward to. So let's make sure the flu doesn't cause an unexpected change of plans. Take time to get your flu shot, and remember to wash your hands and practice good hygiene so you don't spend your cherished moments sick in bed. Let's make this year unforgettable for all the right reasons. Skip the flu, not the fun. Visit oklahoma.gov slash health slash fight flu to find a flu shot clinic near you. When it comes to operating your business, time is money. And the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank so you can focus on what's most important, taking care of your business. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank. Member FDIC. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up here on a Wednesday. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing the final hour. Did you research the Arkansas basketball love triangle yet? I did. Yeah. I did. Pretty interesting, huh? Hey, you know, it's a theory. they got to figure out what's going on wrong because they've got talent. They've got a bunch of McDonald's All-Americans and everything else, and they stink. So... It's as good of his explanation as any. <laughs> Sooner Jets says, in regards to the parrot tech, ice cold Pacifico time, grab a handful. Grab a handful, fellas. Yeah, we are uh, heading off to the KREF Christmas party on January 31st. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the bowling, bowling event that we have every single year. Yeah. I'm ready. Big nights. I'm ready. I've been, big, I've been, big nights. I've been stretching. I'm good. I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, TJ Stan says, what do you mean OU is starting to embrace the NIL more? Can you elaborate? Well, we saw on social media, what was it, late last week about the collective push to get to a certain amount. And there's just some thoughts there that things are going to get ramped yeah. up a little bit more than what it's been. Yep, they're, uh, they're committing, again, more time to the marketing of it. The actual university, I believe, for the first time sent out a – Specific tweet marketing the Crimson Cream NIL Collective, talking about how you can help. There's much more information out than ever before about how you can decide which program it goes to. If you want to give this amount to the softball, this amount to the women's basketball, this amount to the men's basketball, this amount to baseball, whatever, you can do that now. You can set up recurring payments to do that. Um, they are on their way to the $2 million. You're seeing players tweeted out uh, with that $2 million goal uh, mentioned. And they're doing a lot of other creative things behind the scenes that I'm not sure other schools are doing. Um, but just creative ways and and more public ways of getting a NIL, uh, you know, kind of more front facing, I guess you could say. From the state of California, this OU basketball team is built for the tourney. If we can get there, not just one stud player that could have had a bad game and one and done situation, but a solid rotation of eight or nine that any of them could pick up the slack when needed. Defense travels and make free throws, and we should be solid. Yeah, the emphasis on the make free throws part. Yeah, and I know. Some people are 
are saying, hey, look, Oklahoma's third in the Big 12 in, in free throws. We're good, guys. We're good. Um, that just means the Big 12 is not very good at free throws. Right now, the national ranks for the top three free throw shooting teams in the Big 12, Texas Tech at 19th, Kansas at 70th, and Oklahoma at 75th. So Oklahoma is 75th in the country in free throw shooting right now. It's just that the rest of the Big 12 is bad, too. The worst Big 12 free throw shooting team, Oklahoma State. 303rd in the country. I've seen some crazy environments in my days, but the loudest cheer I've ever heard at a sporting event was after a free throw last night. It's when KU or K State finally scored their first point of the game. Did you see how loud, you're how loud they it. got after Lost that? It. I was laughing so hard. I, I like that. that. Having was, fun. That was funny. All right, that'll do it for us. Appreciate the interaction as always. Back tomorrow, right here on the ref. We're the Home Suter fans. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app.